G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, he's a huge part of our Vision family and he gets to speak into our lives every afternoon. Pastor Jeff Vines is joining us on the phone this morning. How are you guys doing? Excellent, thank yeah, you. Great good, to chat to you. Appreciate your time. Yeah, it's, uh, I wish I could come see you, but they would quarantine me. Yes, yeah, that's right. You'd, be, you'd have a 14-day holiday a 14, inside yeah. a hotel. <laughs> so, and that probably means that you couldn't have 14 days of golf, so we don't want to you no. know, push things out that bad. Oh, that's, you know, I told my wife they can close the church and they can close the restaurants, but if they close the golf course, that's it. <laughs> that's right, yep. Yeah, it's all over. <laughs> that's where I draw the line right there. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I saw an um, Instagram video that you did for the church and from your Instagram. Instagram page that was really cool just you know <laughs> telling everyone yeah yeah it was kind of crazy this week too you know on Saturday night I came in and I I preached to an empty auditorium right into the cameras and then it goes out every service this week so that yeah was, that was different mm-hmm. that would have been very strange I mean that's uh, something I've, I was thinking about this over the weekend because next week here there'll be a lot of sports played in empty stadiums so they'll still play the game but it'll just be people watching at home and I thought that'll be a very weird dynamic for players to play without mm. a crowd cheering them on. But then I thought similarly for people yeah. like yourself, preaching to an empty building, that would be a really weird feeling. It is because, you know, if you – the art of communication is reading your audience more than just delivering or dispensing information. Yeah. Mm. You're trying to get a read on where they are. And, you know, I don't have bullet points in my Bible, but usually – Usually, you know, you've got the content, but you, you do allow the audience to a certain degree to uh, help you decide what road to go down mm. and what to linger on a little bit, what to move right on past. Yeah. Especially mm. jokes that bomb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you'll need like a laugh button. That's what our yeah. pastor was saying because our <laughs> church right. is, is being closed yeah. for the Sunday services for the next two weeks. And he's like, no one will laugh at my jokes. I mean, only a few of you snigger at the moment, but at least I get a bit of reaction. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, that could be good for him, though. He doesn't have to – he can just lie to himself that everybody – Yeah, everyone's – That's right. Yeah, that was a great joke. I love that one. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was uh, – they were I'm, – I'm loving the memes of where it's just a pastor and he's actually sitting on the couch with, like, suit and tie up the top <laughs> but board shorts underneath. Yeah. So, Pastor Jeff, will you have your board shorts on or will you sort of, you know, will we get a whole shot of you so you'll still have to dress properly? Yeah, well, we we ran through the whole service, so the musicians, the oh, wow. communion, everything. We just we did it live on stage, and then uh, it was all recorded. Matter of fact, what was really weird is there was no sound in the auditorium because they were doing it all for online mix. So ah, oh, we, really? I was okay. Speaking, but I didn't hear the yeah, I didn't hear the booming sound or anything. So I was just taking for granted that people could hear me, and wow. you just go on from there. Mm. That's amazing. Well, it's a, it's interesting times we live in, isn't it? I mean, all, all, all these little things that uh, come along the way, but I guess it's uh, a matter of being able to you know, stay focused on the important things, not be distracted by some of the, as you said, yeah, the, the media hype and the fear mongering that's going on, and uh, you know, trying to keep our eyes on Christ. I think in the middle of it all as well. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I mean, it, you know, you never want anybody to suffer. You never want any illness. That's just the 
where we are in the human experience, and, and it's, it's the way we should be. And we should be praying, you know, that God puts His hand up and says, "This far, no further." That's that's our prayer. However, in in the reality of all this, there's just something about going through a crisis like this that wakes people up to the things that truly matter. And, you know, we'll have people, you know, it's just like 9-11. You know, our churches in America were absolutely crowded, standing mm. only because people were searching for answers. Yeah. Mm. And there's something about living in affluence and peace that makes you spiritually lazy. Yeah, sure. And then there's something about when there's a tragedy, people, I guarantee we'll have more visitors. This is interesting. We will have more visitors this weekend than any other weekend. Mm. Uh, wow. And they won't even be in the auditorium. They'll be in people's homes. Yeah. yeah. So isn't that interesting? That, that, is, that is quite amazing, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So question for you, Pastor Jeff, with regards to, I mean, you guys shut down your weekend, as you said. You know, service is actually people coming together. But what was the process for that? Because aside from the fact that, the, you know, if the government said to you, you cannot meet, mm. um, but if you just were doing it proactively, there's a Two schools of thought. One that says, oh, it's fine. God will protect us. You know, we don't need to be, you know, fearful. But then the other side, which is clearly the way that you guys have gone to say, well, you know, we you know, to be practical. choosing to shut down our, our services. What was the, the whole thought process for you guys making those uh, big decisions? Yeah, well, uh, th- those are two very good points. Um, I think, first of all, you know, we had our executive team meet together. The thing that I did not want to do is set any kind of a precedent where we would close just because the government said you can't meet together. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that was not our motive at all. As a matter of fact, I told them, I said, you know what, this is the time when everybody's losing their heads. This is the time we leave, and mm-hmm. we keep the things that are important important yeah. regardless of what's happening around us. We decided to close when the Central for Disease Control said that if we were uh, if communities would work together here in America and would go on a little bit of a quarantine for two weeks, we could we could defeat this disease. Mm. And so for us, it was more of let's be hey, we want to be good Christ followers, but let's be good citizens here too. Yeah, and let's show our community that hey, we we care not only for those who are inside the church, we care for those on the outside too. Mm. We definitely don't want to be part and partial to the spreading of a disease. Yeah, that's right. And so that's that was the final call. I said no, no, because at first we said no. I told I called the guys. I was out of town. I said hey, we're not closing. And then when that was released, I said folks, we're closing. But you know, we're not going to meet together on our three primary campuses, but we are going to meet together. We've been doing this online campus for a long time. It's time to put it into practice. And yeah. It can take, you know, 20,000 people getting on our side at the same time. So we ran some tests uh, the couple of uh, nights before to make sure it could take that kind of traffic. It passed the test, and I said, all right, then, this is our release, our press release. So people who call and ask, why are you changing? Uh, closing for the specific reason that we want to be good citizens. We want to do mm. everything we can to live that quite peaceable and save lives. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, so that's great. Good good response. And I think it's uh, wonderful that uh, the technology is available. I mean, there's been a, a number of churches like yours, uh, mega churches, that uh, have made the same decision. But the, the infrastructure is already there, isn't it? So in some respects, it actually enables people still to have the church experience. Mm. Um, as you say, I mean, it's not something that you necessarily would want to do you know, week in, week out, but when it uh, when the, the need arises, it's wonderful that uh, the opportunities are there to continue to gather together, even if it is in a virtual sense. Yeah, you know, it's amazing how I think God uh, saw this day coming. I think that God always inspires the church 
to be ready for things in the next generation that are coming that we can't possibly anticipate. Sometimes what we see as a a bad thing is not a bad thing at all. It's God preparing the way for the gospel to continue to go out, regardless of what uh, social or political situations emerge. Mm. As a matter of fact, when you think about it, you know, the, the question you asked before is still a great question, because uh, if we use that kind of logic, we could say, well, why does the Church meet underground in nations where, if they mm. just met publicly, they would be persecuted? Wouldn't God protect them? And the answer to that is no. Uh, there are plenty of Christians who have died for their faith because they met in public. Does that mean God has abandoned them? No. Jesus said, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you. Mm. And there's no promise anywhere in Scripture that somehow he's going to provide an escape hatch yeah. just because our motivations are proper and true. This is a broken, sinful world. Mm. And we use our heads. We do the best we can. We use our brains that God gave us in wisdom. But at the same time, we don't allow uh, the government to dictate uh, what we're going to do. Uh, and in those cases where... Uh, we're put in positions where we can be good citizens without violating what God has told us to do, then we we do that. And it's not a violation at all to meet in homes. Let's face it, it's not a violation at all for the Church to come together in homes or in smaller groups. The issue is not where you go, it's that you continue to celebrate and remember the Lord's death until He returns, whether it be in small groups, life groups, corporate worship, wherever it is, that would be the sin. That would be the failure of the church to say, hey, we're not gathering or meeting at all or concentrating on, on what we do on the Lord's Day mm-hmm. because somehow the government told us we couldn't do that anymore. So it's, it's, uh, it's not easy all the time, but I don't think you have any guaranteed protection just because you're doing the right thing. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, we're told in First Peter that sometimes you'll suffer for doing the right thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless you, Pastor yeah, Jeff. Certainly you. it's... Uh, we're living in interesting times, as you said, and uh, I think you know, for church leaders, it's uh, very challenging. I mean, you're trying to navigate all of this and make the right decision uh, for all uh, parties involved is is not always easy. So uh, we pray Thank God's you. blessing yeah. and, and uh, obviously uh, protection and safety over you as well, uh, that you won't uh, come into contact with the virus yourself. But uh, yeah, we uh, really appreciate your call today and uh, and your thoughts and your insight on some of these things. I'm sure it'll be helpful for other uh, Christians and particularly church leaders as well. So thanks again for your time. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. God bless you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.